Hello and welcome to Cadenza, a weekly podcast brought to you by Wellington Music 3 to 18. My name is Nikki Ridley and I am here to introduce you to the series and to our first edition. Each week, a musician associated with Wellington School will take to the stage and share with us a tale of their life as a professional musician. Expect the unexpected. And at a time when live performances are possible only through the internet, relax and let our musicians take you back to a time of live audiences, live music and wombles in Mexico. Welcome to this instalment of the Wellington Music Podcast. I'm Simon Coderand and I teach the violin here at Wellington. Today's audio aperitif focuses on my life, not as a teacher, but as a performing violinist. And one slightly embarrassing incident some years ago in Mexico City, involving myself, a rather famous theatre director, and a womble. For those of you that haven't made the acquaintance of a womble, they are short, furry creatures with big noses that do a lot of recycling and live in Wimbledon. As a violinist, I used to do a good deal of international travel, pre-Covid of course, and on one trip I was performing in various cities across Mexico. The programme was a wonderful opera by the 17th century Italian composer Claudio Monteverdi called Orfeo, based on the story of Orpheus in the Underworld. The late theatre director, Jonathan Miller, well known for his work with opera as well as comedy with the likes of Peter Cook and Dudley Moore, was in charge of our production and I was leading the orchestra. I should mention at this point that quite often on these long tours I would take a travel companion with me. A small mascot, if you will, and on this occasion it was a womble. His name was Orinoco. When I got to Kansas City there were people in the road The concerts were going well, getting, on the whole, good reviews, and many going out live on Mexican television. Naturally, with the celebrations that ensued post-performance, not to mention the jet lag from travelling to the other side of the world, I wasn't feeling quite as sharp as I perhaps might have been on the mornings after each concert. On one particular morning, there was a bit of a rush to pack and to get on the coach bound for Mexico City in time for the next concert, and as a result, my loyal companion was left behind, alone, in a hotel in Guanajuato. You can only imagine the difficulty I had in trying to describe a womble to a Mexican hotel receptionist, particularly as I was trying quite hard to keep the existence of said creature from becoming common knowledge amongst my colleagues. Eventually, with the help of a translator, who also didn't really have the faintest idea what I was trying to describe, the conversation went a little like this. Uh, no, no, it's not a bear. Well, yes, it does look like a bear, but with a big nose. No, not a real bear. I didn't bring an actual live bear into the hotel. Uh, uh, Yes, yes, a big nose, yes. Furry, yes, yes, furry. No, 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 it wasn't a rat, not, no, no rats in the room, no. Oh, and he had a hat and a scarf. You really can't miss him. We eventually arrived in Mexico City for the last performance of our week-long tour, and I confess I was feeling pretty dejected by the idea of having to fly back to London the next day without my faithful big-nosed companion. The last concert went well, and I even managed to avoid being shot en route to the concert hall. We had discovered later that night that there was a police shootout taking place just outside our hotel, 
but that's for another story. So after some beautiful Monteverdi opera, followed by a very spicy Mexican supper and a late night visit to a mariachi band in the centre of the city, it was time to head back to the hotel to pack and get some rest before the journey home. Breakfast the following morning, and I was about to tuck into my usual feast of stuffed peppers and spicy sausage, when who should I see sitting at the table next to me but Jonathan Miller with my trusty companion Orinoco. Jonathan explained to me that it was hardly surprising that Orinoco went astray, as he was known for oversleeping and had often been found lazing under a copy of the Times on Wimbledon Common. Anyhow, it turned out that a rather bemused cleaner had found him in my hotel room, and thanks to another member of the opera company who was staying in the same hotel, he was then safely couriered back to Mexico City, where we were reunited at breakfast. Naturally, I was the butt of many jokes for the return journey, and even now some of my colleagues enjoy reminding me of my embarrassment when the orchestral manager announced to the group that my womble had been found alive and well. Needless to say, Orinoco has been reluctant to travel ever since, and has decided to take early retirement here in Somerset, where the only excitement he gets is listening to Radio 4 Extra and the occasional sound of me practising the violin. Underground, overground, wombling free, the wombles of